Shane Wright is Senior Economics Correspondent with The Age and the Sydney Morning Herald. Hello, Shane. Good morning, my friend. Now, we've uh, just been hearing the details of what AUKUS is. They've officially been released. We know the details now, although a lot of them have been leaked. This is one of the most significant defence spends in our history. As, as I sort of said before, and uh, there's no mincing words, it's eye-watering stuff, the amount of money. It's a, uh, it's a lot higher than we even thought yesterday, up to $368 billion between now and the mid-2050s. What do you make I'd of it? I'd go. I'd, I'd go sphincter tightening uh, in terms of uh, uh, just, just how much. My eyes uh, fell out of my head. I had to push them back in. It's that big. It is that big. Um, look, in terms of how much of uh, national treasure is going to be spent in defence, you have to go back to say Vietnam, the Vietnam War, when we were fighting a hot war, and there was a lot of money having to be spent in in that space to put the annual cost. Of th- now, these are just for submarines. Uh, we're looking at, say, the amount that the government currently spends across the entire army or uh, how much the, uh, the federal government allocates in terms of road funding to the states. It's a lot of one-off money that runs until 2055. Um, so one, the, the people who will be manning or these boats in the 2040s are likely to be born this year or next. Wow. That's how long-term it is. Uh, and uh, trying to run out something so long over out to 2055, look, the, the Prime Minister of the country and the Treasurer of this country at that, that time are not in Parliament. They have not even thought about mm. entering politics. That's how long-term it is. But there is bipartisanship, which even if the uh, potential figures involved, the actual individuals aren't there, there is a sort of political bipartisanship. Does that make the ultimate delivery more achievable? It should, but at the end of the day, this, and we saw this with uh, Andrew Hastie from the Coalition yesterday talking about, yep, uh, the Coalition will support uh, savings to offset this expenditure that's there. Are, there is a lot of work to be done in trying to find the space to make sure that you can do this without blowing a budget that is still in deficit, is running nine hundred billion dollars in in debt at the moment. Defence already was supposed to was going to be one of the three fastest growing expenditures in the budget. This, the NDIS, and interest on the debt bill that uh, the government is carrying right at the moment. This actually ramps up the expenditure that's going to have to be done on defence. So that means there will be other parts of the budget that will have to give. And we've actually seen this in the last uh, four weeks, the debate over superannuation mm. tax concessions, where we're talking originally $2.3 billion a year, and you think you would think that the world was coming to an end. Wait till you see having to make space for for building these things and then the, the, the my longer term issue is actually how we're going to find the thousands of people who will have to be on these boats and maintain them and repair them like that that yeah, is a rec- huge question the recruitment and to. skilling is going to be enormous look the other part of it is obviously uh, the jobs the job delivery particularly for south australia how has that been answered today look we're still waiting to see how you are going to ramp up, what is it, three, 4,000 specialist people in Adelaide 
um, plus whatever's going to go on at HMAS Stirling in WA and the discussion about an East Coast uh, spot for these boats. Um, look, we are, we're right at the moment in the middle of a skills crisis, a skills shortage mm. and a shortage of workers. So you get into where do you find these people? Is it skilled migration? How do you do you talk about the population of the country? Because you're going to have to find these people somewhere and have to give them the education to get them into a spot where they can do this. And as we keep saying, this is a very long-term project. So there's a lot of long-term questions, which we can't... You, like no one, no government could answer these right at the moment. Now, in the last minute we have, overnight President Xi Jinping declared China would build the People's Liberation Army into a great wall of steel to protect the rising giant's national sovereignty. How much does this increase our tensions between China as a rising power and uh, this alliance? Well, I don't think anybody, any member of the, the of AUKUS was going to expect China to just lay down and get tickled over this sort of announcement uh, because it is it is an aggressive aggressive posture that they've taken the great wall of steel of course much of that steel in china is made with australian iron ore that th- the fact that china is ac- yeah. all across africa looking for iron ore deposits this is another one of these issues that will come to pass in the next decade about whether australia will continue to be able to supply yep. so much iron ore to china Thank you so much. Shane Wright, Senior Economics Correspondent with The Age and the Sydney Morning Herald. It's coming up to news time now. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.